everybody. Welcome back once again to Lifehouse Church Spiritual Warfare Podcast. My name is Ben Hobson. I'm here again with David Thomas. Hi, everybody. I hope you're all going well. Yeah, and um, we're actually, what David and I are doing today is we're actually going to try and fit in three podcasts in one day <laughs> because we don't want to leave you high and dry over the Christmas period. But David and I want to take our church holiday. So we're going to try and just do this and then we can just portion them out over the Christmas break. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's important after I've uh, taken this church holiday and going into rest. So we, so I'm instructing the church to rest and prepare for next year. Next year we're going on our first active Isaiah 61 campaign. So that's going to be pretty exciting. Um, you know, two, three years training you guys to a point where we can actually go in and begin this campaign. Mm. It's going to be interesting. It is. Watch that space. It's probably, yeah, have a lot of stories <laughs> for the podcast here. I mean, the the first sermon I'm preaching in the new year, which we'll probably be uploading to onto a different sort of banner, yep. Lifehouse Church banner. Ben will do all of that, but <laughs> I have no clue. Uh, it's going to be... It's going to be centered around um, as we go into battle, what kind of counterattack we can uh, anticipate from the religious spirit. Mm. And the title of my message be- to begin with in the new year would be how to avoid hurts and offenses in the church, because that's where this primary counterattack is going to take place. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not normal behavior for a church to have a because it's pretty much we're having a month off as a church. Yes. We're not having a Christmas thing. That's yes. not normal because this is really the first church I've really been involved <laughs> with. That's not normal, is it? <laughs> well, uh, in the denominational churches that I've been in, I've never been able to do this. I've had, <laughs> I've had to have the sort of the the, the obligatory services over Christmas yeah. when you've got about five people and the rest are all on the beach. Yeah. Now that we're in an independent church, I'm thinking, oh, that's not going to happen. I'll join you on the beach. <laughs> yeah, so we've been running our marathon, and then December 19th, pow. Yes. And then we're back to 23rd of January. But we'll have podcasts for you guys. Yeah, all through, all through this period. Yeah, yeah. we're dedicated. <laughs> um, what we're talking about today, last week we spoke on uh, your posture as you come yes. into the, to the training camp, how you walk in where your attitude, where your mind, where your heart should be at as you walk into the battle, yes. in the training ground, sorry. Yes, we needed to know the the aim, the objective, and the, and the two pictures I left there mm. uh, with, you, uh, with you last week, where you are now as a soldier and where God wants you to be. So that attitude needs to carry into your training. Mm. Now, um, it, our posture, when training begins, that's the title of this message now, when training begins, um, it is it is absolutely crucial that we that we have a right attitude. And I want to just say this one thing, and this is me. This is my opinion. When the Bible talks about a disciple of Christ, as far as I'm concerned, that is a soldier of Christ. And you will go through training irrespective. And I'm going to be showing you that through various different types of scriptures. Oh. An interesting scripture I have uh, to begin this podcast with, with is found in 2 Timothy 2.4. I want to read you the NIV version and I want to read the message version. Cool. NIV says, No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. I love that. Yeah. I really love that. You know, you are now entering training ground. Mm. Your, your, your whole spiritual life 
this side of, of, of meeting the Lord, and remember the Bible says it is appointed unto man once done, then the judgment. So you're either going to meet the Lord through the gate of death mm. or through the gate of the rapture, wherever, whenever that takes place. I'm not going to go into that right now. That's, a, that's another <laughs> we'll hundred podcasts. Days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But until then, you're a serving soldier. And yeah. you need to do what your commander says. Now, interpret that scripture under the five factors we dealt with in the last chapter, and it's incredible what you find there. Mm. In the message, I like the way it's sometimes the message portrays things. It says, So, my son, throw yourself into the work, uh, into this work f- uh, for Christ. Pass on what you have heard from me, the whole congregation saying amen, to reliable leaders who are competent to teach others. When the going gets rough, take it on the chin with the rest of us, the way Jesus did. A soldier on duty doesn't get caught up in making deals at the marketplace. He concentrates on carrying out his orders. An athlete who refuses to play by the rules will never get anywhere. It's the diligent farmer who gets the produce. Think it over. God will make it all plain. Yeah. Incredible. Amplified. No soldier when in service gets entangled in the enterprises of civilian life. His aim is to satisfy and please the one who enlisted him so mm. attitude attitude in facing the ground the, the the testing ground is crucial um because when we when we go into this testing ground and i want to talk to you about the three deserts that you're going to be facing yeah, or the cool. three three arenas you're going to be thrust into yep each arena you need to be able to understand that you're in a specific arena because if you're in a specific arena and you understand what that arena is or that ground like we spoke about on the big five if you understand what that ground is you'll be able to ask yourself the right questions which will help you have the right attitude yeah so if you've been trained by the lord and you understand that you're in training you won't ask oh god why is this happening to me yeah why me and and because that'll just keep you in that training ground it'll keep you go around that same mountain over and over yeah, and over until you get it right until you learn your lesson you are start asking yourself the question what am i here to learn what are you here to teach me can i can i ask yep. us a quick question when you're saying we're going into that training ground we are going to come out of that training ground but is it is it always areas in our lives where we are always in that training ground or is it I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I've got a brilliant answer for that. Oh, good. You're not gonna, you're not, you're not gonna like it, but I've got a brilliant answer. Uh. <laughs> when, where, uh, some, some friend of mine, I don't know where they got this illustration from, but in South Africa, um, they gave this illustration to me. They shared this illustration with me. Uh, when you get born again, when you come into the kingdom of God, it's like it's like coming into prep, year zero at school. Mm fantastic isn't it yeah <laughs> all the fun and games and such a sweet teacher and you've Play-Doh. got play-doh you've got all the brilliant stuff yeah. and then and then, and then and then you just get ushered into year year one but in year one they begin to teach you certain things and that you know and, and and so the exams are not that tough in year one but they begin to teach you they begin to bring yeah discipline and structure into your learning regime yeah and so as you progress through the years you need to progress and pass each level there are certain skill requirements that you need to meet and match to pass to the next level Mm. and uh, if you don't you repeat the year all right so take out politically correctness where they'll pass you anyway 
and you'll get to year 12 without me knowing how to read but you know, there, there's my soapbox all right <laughs> chuck that out the picture and uh, so each year you will go in and you've got X number of subjects that you're gonna learn mm-hmm. and so what happens is you you enter the year and a fantastic year begins you're back with your friends so it's all fun and games and you enjoy the classroom and then suddenly you have to start learning and so the learning process starts to take place now at the end of the learning process at the end of the year you get put through to you get put into an exam situation a pressure situation yeah all right yeah what what do you feel after what do you feel in the pressure situation uh terror terror <laughs> all right you don't like it no then you finish the exam what do you feel when you walk out of that exam room relief yeah and then then you have to wait for your results <laughs> so yeah like nervous anticipation all right. yeah but when you pass there is a promotion Mm. that's crucial in understanding the desert so so what you've got to remember is throughout your walk with the Lord up until you meet him you'll be going through different levels and he'll be training you so maybe one year you'll be learning English at year six and you'll pass your subject and then suddenly you'll find yourself learning English again and you might be saying to yourself didn't I deal with this issue last year yeah yes you did but you're going deeper Okay. You're learning more. Yeah. So you're going from year twelve to university. University, you go and study. You 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 going broad again. A BA. Then you start honing in honors. Then you start honing in masters. Then you start honing in doctorate. And 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 so this training process takes place for the whole of your life. All right. I sort I sort of I sort of figured. Yeah. I sort of guessed that one. <laughs> All right. So yeah, introduce us to these three deserts. Let me. I'll just read out what you've got written here. You've got, you've got, he's got three circles, really beautiful concentric circles that says one's training desert, one is the battle desert, and one is the sin desert. All right. Now, if you remember five factors, you can go to ground. Ah, remember? yes. And that's yes. training ground, battle ground, sin ground. Okay. Now, the one thing that you need to learn, you need to learn is that there's a very, very close relationship that exists between the sin desert and the training desert. Mm. Now, before I go into describe the training desert and the sin desert, what you need to put in your mind is that as you start to develop in the Lord, there's this thing inside you called the flesh. And remember, ages ago, I said in the podcast that um, this is a sin, primary sin war inside of you, dealing with those desires, those wrong thoughts, those wounds Mm -hmm. inside of you. Those soldiers... So you get you you going into a training camp and you you're like a berserker you fight at the drop of a hat or you your your mind is elsewhere as a mercenary yeah you you you're there because you have to be there or or you've got other things on your mind because you caught up in civilian affairs or you've got damage in your life sin mm. deformity yeah All right? okay yeah now what happens is if you do not listen to the Holy Spirit in the training in, in, in dealing with those issues those issues those th- that training will become a sin desert and I'll, I'll explain it a little bit later okay two two interesting things about about the um, the training desert everyone everyone goes through the training desert there yeah. are no exceptions to the rule Hmm. You want me to give you a biblical yes. chapter and verse? Yes, please. All right. This is this is if it happens to him, it happens to you. Chapter and verse. All right. <laughs> okay. Matthew chapter four, verse one. 
Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert. desert. Now listen to this. This is interesting. To be tempted by the devil. Mm. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, Now just put yourself in that situation, alright? The Holy Spirit is responsible for your training. So he led the Lord Jesus Christ himself into the desert what areas were afflicted in the desert all right physical yep. affliction he was starving there i can't imagine going 40 days without food uh, nor could i yeah. now can you imagine what that did to his men mental thing you know yeah, yeah. so that i mean the devil come to him and said you see that stone oh turn it into a piece of bread <laughs> can you imagine what his stomach must have done would have flipped out hey yeah geez. incredible yep. incredible so so in the desert in the desert you know you you <clears throat> there is there, there, there will be a separation and i'll talk more into it at a later in a later podcast there will be a separation there'll be a a hammering in on your body on your desires there'll be a a, a disciplining of your mind mm. training a development that starts to take place and and and, and slowly but surely in these trials and temptations that <clears throat> that are allowed you yep. see the, 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 just think about it jesus was led into the desert and what did god use to test him the environment mm -hmm. and a demon yeah all right that's kind of scary okay so but now isn't that like isn't that like job as well well, Job, I would say, Job, I would say, would be more battle. Yeah. The battle scenario. Okay. So I'm right? getting ahead of getting myself. Ahead of okay, sorry. But here, here's an Old Testament illustration. Go and read in the book of Judges. You've got Judges chapter 2. You, 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 there's an incredible illustration that you can pick out in terms of um, spiritual warfare. Listen to this in Judges, Judges chapter 1. All right. Um they was told to go and conquer Canaan all right now in verse 19 it says the Lord was with the men of Judah they took possession of the hill country the Lord was with them yep they're in the battle they're in the battle scenario here yep the Lord's with battle them. desert the Lord was with them but they were unable to drive the people from the plains because they had iron chariots and Moses had promised Hebron was to be given to Caleb who drove from it the three sons of Anak. The Benjamites, however, failed to dislodge the Jebusites. There was a failure of clearing the land. And this is, if you go and read these scriptures, you'll see that even though God was with these people, there was a failure to dislodge. Yeah. Uh, in verse 22, Manasseh did not drive out the people. Okay, and it says further on in the verse of scripture, for the Canaanites were determined to live in the land. All right. Um, <clears throat> when Israel became strong, they pressed the Canaanites into forced labor, but never drove them out completely. Now, if you had to take this into a spiritual warfare context, um, it's an incredible picture of the fight that will exist between you and your flesh. Mm. That flesh of yours will fight to keep its territory in you yeah those desires are gonna fight to keep its territory in you and here's the thing you can force it into slave labor 
Yeah. But you can't force it all the time. Because somewhere along the line, that slave will revolt. Right. You got to get rid of it. You got to kill it. Uh-huh. Okay. And eventually, God got fed up with these people. So you read in, 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 in Judges chapter 2, verse 19, it says, But when the judge died, the people returned to the ways even more corrupt than those of their fathers, following other gods and serving and worshiping them. They refused to give up their evil practices and stubborn ways. Now this is interesting. Therefore the Lord was very angry with Israel and said, Because this nation has violated the covenant that I have laid down for their, fore, uh, for their forefathers and have not listened to me, I will no longer drive out before them any of the nations Joshua left when he died. I will use them to test Israel and see whether they will keep the way of the Lord and walk in it as their fathers did. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, the reason I'm so quiet, just so the podcast, is I'm actually like learning a lot here. And I've <laughs> really, it's, it's <laughs> normally I try and add a bit, but yeah, Dave's yeah. got a lot to teach today. It's really good stuff. All right. Now, your training desert, your training desert, and we're going to talk about training after the next podcast. Uh, we'll go in a, into a little bit more. But your training desert is there to develop your heart, your character, and your ministry. And it is hard. It is hard. Mm. Now, what often happens is people don't listen to the Lord. Mm. So when the Lord comes in, the Holy Spirit comes in, and remember, fire is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And fire is also a symbol of the purifying judgment, the chastisement of God upon His people. Now, I'm going to walk a very careful line here because there's only a few minutes left and and I've got to try and get all my points across with regards to the sin desert. Now, just remember, um, generally sin, the unsafe people have to deal with iniquity and the only way you can deal with iniquity is through Jesus Christ and, and his salvation, on, uh, his, his sacrifice on the cross of Calvary. You have to accept that to deal with your iniquity. He will take it away. Mm-hmm. Your dead works. Now, this is what I'm talking about here, these sin areas. Now, sin in a Christian life, sin will make you lose confidence. Mm-hmm. You can go and read the scripture in 1, uh, 1 John 3.21. Sin will create guilt in you, 1 John 1, nine. Sin becomes habitual. Yep. 2, 2 Corinthians 4.12 and in the spiritual warfare chapter 2 part 1 in terms of relationship and fellowship with God sin breaks fellowship with God and that's what the devil is after all the time yeah. now to train you the Lord brings fire into your life mm. he brings a desert scenario into your life so you need to understand this so that when you're in a hard situation when when the Holy Spirit is beginning to train you when the Holy Spirit is beginning to knock the railer out of you or the mercenary out of you or the Athenian out of you or the deformity out of you he uses high temperature situations okay yeah and you've got to remember that so fire is also a symbol of the Holy Spirit and remember don't just quickly say oh Lord send down the fire on me <laughs> the Bible says rather judge yourself than let the Lord judge you <laughs> but that's another story altogether um, 
you've got to remember the four soldiers. The Lord wants to make you a discipler of the nations. Yes. Okay. And um, you, 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 he, he's, he's continually removing stuff out of you that you've carried through in your flesh. Mm. And, 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 and retraining you and reprogramming you and making you, you know, win the battle of your mind, you know, re getting that worldview changed, all of that stuff he's busy working in, getting that sin lifestyle out of you. Yeah. Um, Titus 2 4 says, Who gave himself on our behalf that he might redeem us, purchase our freedom from all iniquity, and purify for himself a people. I'm reading out of the Amplified to be peculiar, his own people who are eager and enthusiastic about living a life that is good and filled with beneficial deeds all right yeah so god is training you to live a life that is full of good and beneficial deeds now where do you practice these good and beneficial deeds in the world yeah in the world but how can you go into the world if you are still wrapped up in things of the world mm. And so the Lord starts to train you in the desert. And, 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 and so he brings chastisement into your life. He brings a chastening into your life. Um, you, can, you can read this in, 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 in Luke. John answered them in Luke chapter 3.16. I baptize you with water, but he who is mightier than I is coming. The strap of whose sandals I'm not fit to un unfasten. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And with fire. Jesus says, I have come to cast fire on the earth, and I wish it was already kindled. I have, I have a baptism with which to be baptized, and how greatly and sorely I am urged on, impelled and constrained until it is accomplished. So, this desert that you go in, this training that you go in, is a training and a development of making you sanctified. Yeah, okay. the, 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 the result of chastisement, the result of the fire, is to purify you so that you can be a representative, a disciple, a soldier in battle for the Lord mm. in the world environment. And so when the world comes in and starts to tempt you in its old ways, you know, you're not going to be, um, you know, you're not going to be drawn because this is what is happening in your life. You've been trained for it already. Mm. And so you've got this training desert that the Lord takes you in continually and, 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 and every now and then he'll have to take you into the sin desert to basically deal with issues within your life through a chastening process the chastening process reveals itself through the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit does it but he does it through trials and tribulations and sufferings Okay. Okay. Um, behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tried and chosen you in the furnace of affliction. Isaiah 48 verse 10. Uh. And so the Lord really presses in on you so that you can come out of a training scenario, mm. a stronger soldier of Christ. So the result, the result of this process is you become mature and you become holy. Mm. Okay, jeez. Huh? So that's that's that's, that's good that's teaching. <laughs> jeez. Hell, that's really good, uh, David. Um, and so what you're also saying is that 
every single person will go through training. Every one as, of us. As soon as, even if you don't come to Christ, you still go no, through no, training. No, 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 no. I'm talking come, about the disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. Once you accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, and you pass prep school, you pass grade one. Yeah. Grade one, it starts. Yeah, training. Everyone, training. every Christian, every, will go every one of us, every and then one of us. Heaps of people won't realize that that's what's happening. That yes. they're getting trained, and then they'll feel resentment towards the Lord and, and a whole and, bunch and, of stuff. Well, that's you know the yeah that's that's where a lot of backsliding takes place that's where some people actually begin to fall away from the lord when they're not listening to the voice of the lord in this training they got they got this wrong concept yeah of what training is about they got the wrong concept of discipline you know discipline is not just um a stern god pointing his finger down at you and saying you must behave discipline is actually a loving father saying, hey, you need to learn this lesson because you are with me in the battle. Yeah. And that's going to save your life. So he's not just letting us go through prep for the rest of our lives. No, no, no. He trains you from from being a, a, a baby Christian to being a soldier that stands next to him in the battle. Mm, mm. Um, okay, well, we might finish there. Unless there's anything else that you really want to touch on, David? Yeah, one last thing is yeah. is, is just, just my last parting thought in this in this regard is that with within these three grounds you are one person okay and you need to learn to discern which ground you're on are you in a ground of battle are you in an Isaiah 61 Matthew 28 battle mm. or are you in a ground of training a Matthew 3 the Holy Spirit's leading you to train you and promote you or are you in a ground of, 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 of sin where God is dealing with an issue in your life so that he can make you holy mm close to him separate from the world so he can use you as a vessel of honor yeah all right okay now what happens is that we in we when we in these areas we interpret the trial the tribulation the same way yeah okay so if i'm in the training ground it sometimes feels the same as if i'm in the sin ground sin desert Yes, getting dealt with. It does, yeah. Sometimes it feels the same as in the battle. So my emotions, negative emotions, and negative thoughts, those are the ones that I need to watch for. Mm. So number one, I need to discern what ground am I on, and number two, I need to watch for the negative emotions, the destructive emotions, and the destructive thoughts that would come within that desert environment. Mm. That's my last thought. That's a good thought. Uh, just so the podcast listeners know, I've had a look of like curious, sort of <laughs> quizzical, like just what oh, this whole time. There's really good yeah. teaching. Yeah, I wanted to prod him every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Speak. <laughs> nah, I just let you flow. You're good. Thank you. Thank now, you. Ben. Um, so yeah, we'll leave it there, guys. Just once again, mind up, visit our website www.life-house.net. And we'll see you next time, which will be in another 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, but you'll see us in a week's yeah, time. Yeah, you'll see us in a week's time. But thank you for listening. Cheerio, everybody. Bye.